What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by expressvpn.com slash ham and by manscaped.com promo code ham and by ease and easewellness.com promo code ham and by SeatGeek promo code ham. Now to the segment. You know, I look at the Niners right now going into this game. They're 11 and three and we've talked so much about the playoff part of it, which is the only part that really matters when this game, win next week, you're good. But to me, there's also a difference, right? Like, if they go 13, John, they could go 13 and 3 if they win these next two games. You lose this game, you beat the Seahawks, you're 12 and 4. 13 and 3 to me, I don't know about you, is the line. Like 13 and 3 and above is incredible football season. 12 and 4 is really good. But you go 13 and 3 and they're really, you don't, you can't complain about everything, anything unless your quarterback gets hurt in, you know, week 17 or something. But other than that, that's, that's as good as it gets. 13 and 3 is a fucking phenomenal season. I would say it's probably the equivalent in like basketball, 68 wins, 67 wins, baseball, 105. Like it's just a, you know, college football, 11 and 1. I mean, it's just a powerhouse season. 12 and 4, like you said, really good. But on this given year, it feels like 12 and 4 equals wild card. So it has a little different feel to it. Uh, These next two games, like you said, to me are really big in the sense that you can just cap off. A really fantastic fucking season. And it would suck to go 12-4. and four, And 12-4 and four actually wouldn't be bad, right, if they lost Saturday night but won next Sunday. That would feel different than 12-4 and four winning Saturday night and losing next Sunday. Yeah. I, I, I think you go 12-4 and four, but you beat Seattle and win the division, even if that means getting the three seed, that's a pretty remarkable year. Though I think where it would sting is you'd be kicking yourself for the game that – we just were talking about three or four days ago, right? That's where that would sting because you're like, I've watched this team. They kicked a shit. Usually 13 and three teams. I mean, look at Seattle. They might go 13 and three or the Packers. I mean, guy, their combined point differential is like 62. I think the Packers is 45 and the Seattle Seahawks like 26. Like they are not kicking anyone's ass. The Niners have had three or four blowout wins. And then that win against the Saints, like it, 
I think what will be tough for 12-4 and four, if they lose next week Sunday and they win this week, let's say they beat the Rams by like 20 points. You're like, fuck, this team was really good. And they're going to get the five seed? It's just that one would be hard to stomach. But I do, do we need to take a step back and go, well, if I would have told you at the beginning of the season, this team was a lock to make, this team was going to be in the playoffs. Didn't give you any details about anything else. That, that would have been a 100% home run. All we talked about, my, my number one statement in August was like, listen, they got to do it this year. It's just good coaches win. That's just, it's just that simple. Good coaches win. It happens in college. It ha- like, I, I think it's fair to say, you know what, Jim Harbaugh is probably never going to win a national championship. You know I mean? We, we got a lot of data now. It's just probably not going to happen. That doesn't mean he's not a really good coach, but the, the game changed a lot when he was away from it. He came back. He's solid, and he's still actually really good. But he ain't saving. But I think we're talking or, about two different things, right? Like three years from now, the Niners have been to the playoffs three years and won one or two playoff games. Then it's the same conversation. Yeah, yeah. My, my point is like, I'm just talking about in a vacuum this season for us to keep talking about Kyle the way we talked about him and to not have questions about, is this really going to work? We, we think we this guy's really impressive. The way everyone talks about him, the way we viewed him just watching his teams play. And he fucking delivered. Now, you're right. Like, there's a big difference from being a one-off guy. I mean, hell, we've seen good coaches. I don't think anyone looks at Dan Quinn or Ron Rivera like slappies, and they're missing the playoffs several years in a row. Yeah, right? I'm just I'm not saying – I was saying that was comment was more about Harbaugh. Like, Harbaugh, might, I'm with you. He might not win a championship, but he also is clearly good-ish. We don't you, do you think it's a fair statement for me to go – I don't think Jim Harbaugh at Michigan will ever win a national championship. Yeah, no, no, I totally, I don't think so either. But what I'm saying is he's like at a different point in his arc than Kyle is too. 100%. Like Kyle, Kyle's kind of living off reputation as a play caller when he was a play caller, even though he's been a head coach for a couple of years. And that was part of our argument. And he answered the bell. And he's, to me, already completely answered the bell whether they lose the next two weeks. Like this has been a fantastic season. Now I think it would be disappointing but if they were to lose these next two weeks, they're still in the playoffs after drafting in the top 10 for how many straight years? Ever fucking since Harbaugh left. Like, they were really shitty. Though, I did think last year we thought like they were going to turn the corner. It was just clear when the season ended they wouldn't have made the playoffs last year more than likely, right? Well, right, Garoppolo got hurt and that kind of... But, but, but I'm saying if Garoppolo had played the full season, do you think the Niners were in the playoffs last year? No, I don't think they were... Were they good enough on defense yet? Yeah, no, probably not. So, but, you know, you go in with, you know, let's say this analogy. You go in to play blackjack and you got $30 in your pockets and you're playing $5 blackjack. If I told you, you know, you would double your money, you'd be like, that's a good day. But all of a sudden you look down and you got $500 in front of you, you start thinking a little bit differently. And I think when you're a Niner, when you're just a football fan, when you watch a team like the Niners – and you go, fuck, they were, what, 10-1? and one? I mean, three weeks ago? Like, you just start looking at it a little differently. I think they kind of raised their own standards, right, no, mid-season. Yeah, and, and I think that's partly record. I think it's partly eyeball test. I watch, Now, to your point. I think it's more eyeball test than even the record. Okay, yeah. I mean, it probably, I mean, obviously the record matters, but it was clear, like, they were winning. But they Well, most of the season they had, by. yeah, the best record. Um, I actually think it's better for record. Kyle – to have this season like he has this year where he's just kicked the shit out of a lot of people, that if they would have had a season like, let's say, the Packers 
or e- probably Seattle would be a better example. And they, like, no one's questioning, like, Seattle's just getting lucky. Even though I think we kind of say that, but they've proven, like, they get lucky for a reason. It would have been that, remember when the Raiders had their one playoff season? A lot of the analytic people were like, well, they had all these turnovers and they had all these fourth quarter, come, uh, fourth quarter comebacks. It's not a sustainable model. There's a regression to happen. I think a lot of people were saying that last year with the Bears. They're like, well... I don't know if it was historic, but they ha- they led the league definitely in defensive touchdowns. And anytime you get seven to eight defensive touchdowns, like that's not a sustainable thing for like five straight years, right? So people are like, well, when they don't get those defensive touchdowns, their offense is going to have to meet them in the middle, and it clearly didn't. Where I don't think next year people won't be like, well, there's going to be a regression. They won six one-score games. No, the Niners, when they were winning, they were kicking the shit out of people. Yeah, they had the Saints game, but they had a lot of blowout wins where against solid teams where I think you go, you know, if you beat the Rams the second time, you beat the Rams twice, you beat the crap out of the Packers who are look almost destined to make the uh to win that division just because the ma- just the math. Let me ask you something. So even though I don't even think the Packers are better than the Vikings, but I I'm with you. You see Dalvin Cook though's out, so um you know the Rams and Seahawks have the same exact point differential? Differential. Now, the Seahawks have scored more well, and allowed more. There's just been more points in Seahawks games. I also think the Rams' defense, definitely since they got Jalen Ramsey, it's just been good. That's been and the difference. The, I think when you look at Seattle's defense start to finish, I don't know if Pete would ever admit this, but if, if you, me, and Pete and John were having some beers and John was missing wearing fucking you know, some dress shoes without socks, I think he'd tell you, God, we're just – we're just kind of a bend but don't break defense. Yeah. We are not what we were. I think we we witnessed we witnessed that for people who missed the joke once at a Niners Seahawks yeah. game. Schneider no, dress he, pants. He, he had socks. Yeah, right? they were ankle been, socks. It, yeah, with dress shoes. It, it was like he just went to the equipment manager, told him I forgot some socks, and the dude threw him a couple Nikes, <laughs> and he wore it with zero shame. I'm pretty sure so, when I went to the Seattle game, I was on the sideline for the pregame, and he comes up, and these two guys, a lot of the grunge. Uh, era right is from Seattle Pearl Jam mm-hmm. Nirvana and I swear to God this one dude had an arm tattoo and I'm googling like the other members of Pearl Jam I knew it wasn't Eddie Vedder or like obviously not Kurt Cobain or David Grohl but it was like these guys are famous because John knew them they took pictures with them the guy's a diehard Seattle fan I'm like I know this guy's fucking hmm. famous I couldn't figure it out I wonder who it was but again it, that's like John Schneider would be friends with like Pearl Jam right yeah and and Pete might have introduced them. Um, let me ask you this though: is this is it a bad loss to lose to the Rams? I think it just depends how it looks. But yeah, you could argue probably yeah. Because we just think about how be, good each of we just think about how you would have lost three of your last four. You would have lost three of your last four games. I'm just saying: do we are the Rams as good as we give them credit for? Sometimes when we talk about them, they're—I mean—they got a chance to be a ten-win team. They win their next. They win this game, they'll be a ten-win team probably. If they're they go nine, not uh, eliminated. I know they're not. I'm just saying, even if they lose this game and beat the Cardinals, they'll be nine and seven. Which, if your down years are nine and seven, we always talk about this. That's pretty freaking good. Um, but I'm just like—is there a way the Niners lose this game? In which they play their best game. In which they play, you know, like you watch me go. That's ninety percent of their game. Yeah, no. Like to me, if they play what they're capable, they don't even with some injury question marks, whatever. 
Like to me, they're going to have to look. I, I'm not. I don't want to talk down on the Rams too much because I, 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 I have I appropriate him. fear, as Steve Kerr would say. Uh, I think from the Niners' perspective, but I don't think he says that anymore, does he? Uh, no, I, I think it's appropriate. Schmalik was like, "What? What does that mean?" Nap I don't time. even know these guys' names. Yeah. But I'm just trying to figure out exactly, like, can the Niners lose a game in which they look good? I to the Rams. One difference too is I, I was watching. Sala made a comment about Matt Ryan turning into Russell Wilson. He's like, we had him a couple times, and he turned into Russell Wilson, hmm. keeping plays alive. You know who doesn't turn into Russell Wilson ever? Jared Goff. You know, Jared Goff ain't getting away from anyone. That would be a, a matchup you just think you can get after his ass. Because Matt Ryan's not a great athlete either, but he's better than Goff. So I, I think you just – Jared Goff just can't move. I, I, I think he's the modern-day young statute. You know, when you think of the most young quarterbacks, the average ones have, like, Jimmy's athleticism, right? I'm saying the average athletes. Most of them are now Deshaun, Mahomes, obviously Lamar's the high-end, Wentz. Because you say even Tannehill's kind of athletic, Carr's athletic. Dak. Dak's athletic. Kyler. For sure. I mean, they're just – I would say Goff and Baker are just marginal athletes. Yeah, Trubisky's really athletic. Jameis, uh, J- Jameis is not, but he, but Jameis Jacoby. is like, well, fuck you. I, you see me, I'll make plays. These guys don't make plays. I'm like, yeah, you do, Jameis. Like Jared Goff's just a below average athlete, and Philip. I'm talking you about young. young guys. I'm talking about young Baker because I, I think for the majority of our life, Phillips were the norm. That's what everyone wanted, and I, I think the the offensive line play. There just aren't. What's the kid's name from Oregon? Panay Sewell. They're just how many Panay Sewells have come into the NFL the last eight years? Not many. It's just the offensive line plays shitty around college football. So it's just you, you. I actually think the game's changed where it's not just much more that yeah these athletic guys are more in vogue. You kind of need to be. No one can block anybody because the defensive linemen. It feels like it, whatever. If you could do like a supply and demand chart of offensive versus defensive linemen. Doesn't it feel like the defense, like the Khalil Max, just keep on coming into the league every year? It's like God, there's just like three or four dudes. I mean, last year was just like this is a defensive lineman draft: Bosa, Allen, Ed Oliver, Gary, Cleveland Farrell, I guess. But just all these guys that infiltrated the league. It, it wasn't like you know this is a year where there's seven offensive tackles in the first round. That's a problem. Now it wouldn't even help the Rams because they've. They don't have a first-round pick for the next six years, and they haven't had one recently. But it's just a, it's it's a problem when your guy's a statue. That is the one. Like I, I do think the Niners need to improve their offensive line, guards and centers. I mean, there's a chance Richburg. My dad tore his patella tendon, and again, the, my dad at the time was like in his fifties. But it's a it's a much worse injury than the ACL. Like it's there's a reason why when you hear patella, it's different than the ACL. Mm. That's that's usually a pretty devastating knee injury. So I, there, there's a chance like you're you're going to be in the center market like he's just careers over, and then their guards. I mean Grady Jarrett last week kicked their ass. That 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 is the one thing. It's like well, how do they block Aaron Donald? I mean they really haven't blocked good defensive linemen lately. And do you think that like does Jalen Ramsey just run around chasing Kittle? That'd be my move. I'd fucking. Jalen just follow you. Yeah, and so like to me that's where Debo. I saw Kyle today was talking about how Debo. Uh, you you said to me before the podcast, we'll talk about the Pro Bowlers that like even they can't 
even they couldn't have imagined how good Nick Bosa would be. But Kyle was saying Thursday that Debo played more, like Debo's had to play more than they anticipated he would play this year. Like they obviously liked him. They drafted him pretty high. A lot of receivers went after him. Um, is, is Pettis still alive or is he just uh, getting you know, no, I don't think anybody asked Kyle today. So he's getting away with it for another week, I guess, without being that question. Not getting Isn't it crazy it. how irrelevant he became? Well, the second all these other – he gets hurt, and these other guys, everybody starts – Samuel starts making plays. Obviously, Bourne starts making plays. But he's not hurt right now. He's just not playing, right? Yeah, no. He, I don't think he's – he wasn't on any of the injury practice reports yeah. or anything like that. So um, – Him him being shitty kind of forced their hand to go get Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. So, but my point is, John – First of all, Kittle doesn't have to run away from you to make plays, even though he can. I just think these other guys now, even though you watch the Falcons game and they just fed him, I just think these other guys, you feel like, not you take Kittle away, you can still win, but I just feel pretty good about their passing game, even with those issues. And I think this game, I mean, they've got got four running backs they can throw throw the football to. Don't you think Dante Fowler would be a lot happier with $700,000 Ridger? He will be a lot happier. That's true. Do, do you, when you get that $700,000 back and they got to withhold it from taxes, he's like, well, I, get, I earned that money while I was in Jacksonville. Should be interest. I don't get it on the California rate. Yeah, it should be interest. There should be interest, want, first of all. I want, I want interest, one. And two, I, I'm getting taxed at a 0% rate factored out of Jacksonville. Bro, I read. Do, do, do you know the extent of the, why Coughlin was. Uh, we got we to get, tra- get to that later. <laughs> Save it. Save that thought. Don't, don't. That's just nuts. <laughs> Hold that thought. Um, but just in terms of Saturday night, I mean. I think they win. I do too. Oh, Ju- Ju- Did I say this? Julian Taylor, I guess. Kyle said he thinks, he hopes. He didn't say thinks. He hopes can be back next week. I mean, that's the guy, in all fairness, like Julian Taylor, the majority of fans couldn't point him out of a lineup. Like, to me, it's just Bosa, Armstead, and fucking – and uh, uh, Buckner just dominate. Just that's when we talk about the Rams. I don't talk about the role players. I talk about Aaron Donald, Dante Fowler, and uh, Jalen Ramsey. Make plays. You know, just I, I need my stars to make plays. And I think last week, I think Bosa's just starting to feel it without D Ford as he gets treated like Khalil Mack. Someone tweeted out two weeks ago after they had played the Saints. Just a mashup of the treatment he was getting of just Latavius chipping him, Latavius taking off his knees. Uh, Michael Thomas cracking on him. Like, he's getting attacked from every angle. And I think it's remarkable that he's like still playing well. But I think it was a lot harder to attack him like that when, when D. Ford was also on the field. Because then just one side of the defensive line is D. Ford and one of the Oregon guys. So it's like, okay, you're going to have like four guys to block two on this one side and just let D. Ford, who's – one of the best speed rushers in the league, and then Armstead or Buckner just to kind of be free over here, you're fucked. And they don't have to worry about that right now because you're basically like, well, Solomon Thomas ain't getting around the edge. <laughs> so we'll just attack the two inside guys yeah. and take a tight end or take a running back and just mess with Bosa. And now Bosa's playing, you know, he's never played a season this long, so now we're at the end of his first NFL season. He's got to be a little tired in addition to all of that. Yeah. That's why they uh that's why Chip Kelly likes you to have those protein smoothies.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.